Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. The road to Roland Garros is paved in European clay. Six more weeks of action before we reach the Terre Battue of Paris. No bumps today in Rafa's road to a 12th Barcelona title. Nadal continues to find the right stuff against fellow lefties. Plus, world number one Ash Barty bounced back from a rough first set to fight her way into Saturday's semifinals in Stuttgart. So what's trending and who's posting? We're checking the hashtags and handles from all the tennis platforms. We're moving and grooving on TC Live right now. So who's sliding into semifinal Saturday on the red clay and what new record has Rafa reached? Welcome to TC Live, our half-hour post-game show to get you caught up on everything in the tennis world. A lot to get to, all the big highlights and interviews. Plus, Serena announces her clay court schedule. We'll break it down for you. And Paul and Jimmy go head-to-head once again with tennis trivia. Who will get the lead today? Who knows? Who's in the lead, Jimmy? It's tied. Okay. It's hard right now. I just want to start off on a harmonious note. Yes, we are totally even at the moment. Harmonious note. All right, Steve. Even Steven. We love it. All right. I was up to love, by the way. I'm I'm getting tight. I just asked a simple question so you can start the show. Do the show. Right at the start. No, I'm actually saying momentum's against me at the moment because I've lost two in a row. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. No, please. I'm just here to facilitate this this debate between Paul and Jimmy. All right, let's get straight to the highlights. Only one player older than 30 in Barcelona, but he has more than double the wins of the other seven combined at this event. That's because it's Rob Nadal continuing his quest for a 12th title in Barcelona. Take it on Cam Norrie, Jimmy. First set, Nadal score-wise was looking fantastic, as you'll see a couple of great forehands, a couple of great shots in this in this little clip, but the truth is he started out a little bit tight again. It was one all, love 30 for Nori, missed an easy overhead, but as he gained a little bit of confidence, you can see some huge points. That was a ridiculous return from Rafa. Got up a set and a break. And again, showing you that forehand on the run. That's that's With just his arm, he hits it 400 miles an hour somehow. But Nora did manage to get a break back, was immediately broken back at love. He served, for, served it out, and I don't know why he was complaining. I, was that the bottom? The I didn't see that. Was he mad at He was saying, this is my court. It's right in the dog court. <laughs> get out of here. 13th semifinal in Barcelona. Who would he meet in the final four? Diego Schwartzman or fellow Spaniard Pablo Carino Busta? This one would go the distance after Carino Busta took the first. Yeah, this was a tug of war. Schwartzman did not get broken at all in the second set right here serving for the match at 5-3 and guess what Carino Busta does such a nice job playing offense from the back of the court held his serve broke twice in a row that's easy to do against Schwarzman it's actually harder to hold twice in a row against him but right here Carino Busta up 40 love serving for it really high level tennis 
did a nice job at the end of that match. PCB now 7-0 in Spain this month after taking the title in Marbella a couple weeks ago. Here are your semifinals. He's about to be 7-1. <laughs> you think? <laughs> You're yeah, already calling it. He might be tired a little bit. That Whenever you play Diego Schwartzman, you have worked your heart Yeah, what out. I'm saying is he's going to lose now. I know. Yeah. That's why I'm saying he's – I don't think he's played – I think he's played well enough to beat Rafa from what I've seen Rafa this week. He's played well enough, but I don't know if tomorrow will be that day. 0-8 in sets against Rafa on clay, 0-7 in matches. Massive potential for growth. There you go. A positive, Paul. Uh, Jimmy, you were saying, well, who's Rafa pointing? He was pointing at his team because he went straight to court two to practice, literally right after the match, went to practice, said, I'm trying to improve Ah. every day. Wow. Okay, so there you have it. Now I know what he was yelling. I I thought he was saying, you know, get out of here. I'm the king of this court. Get the opera balls. Let's go. The guy's awesome. (laughs) What what does that say to you, Paul, that he wants to go straight to the practice No, it says that he's not confident. That's what I'm saying. He's not feeling it right now. He's still making unforced Right, and the difference with him, that's personality. Mm. Like Roger, Pete, and I bet you Novak, too. I know Roger and Pete for sure would get through a match like that, and it wouldn't. They wouldn't fluctuate with how they felt about their game. Rafa is such a perfectionist and wants to do so well that he doesn't trust his average game enough. And last time I checked, he should trust his average game, especially on clay, because he can beat about 99% of the people playing average on clay. So be patient with yourself. He's getting a little better. And it's not like he's playing badly. He's just missing a few balls. He'll be just fine. Well, early on in his matches, he's starting nervously. And we do have a little clip of what I was talking about early in the match. Here it is, one all, love 30. Nori has a chance to get a triple break point. He's controlling the rally. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this is that short ball. Doesn't he have a short one? He's about to get an overhead. And this is the one where it's just sort of shocking. Okay, this is routine. Routine misses it wide. That's a big and miss. From that point on, Nadal mm-hmm. sort of took over the yeah. match, and Nori didn't have enough weapons. But the early stage of that match, Nadal, didn't, again, still. didn't look like Nadal. Get this nugget. With the win today, Rafa Nadal, now the only player in the open era, with 450 wins on two separate surfaces. Now has 450 on clay, 490 on hard courts. Sure he's good. That right? He's good. That's amazing. No, he's good. Look, and, and I love – look, I don't want to – I don't want to – I don't want to belittle what he's doing. I love that he wants to go practice, you know, but I I just also think he, I would love to see him beat a little bit more peace because he's going to get better. He's going to get better. And it's not bad tennis. It's a couple misses, but he's such a perfectionist. It's a, it's tough. It's got to be driving him a little bit crazy. He did say, this is not the first time I've done this. I've done this many times before. I just want to get better every day. So does Novak Djokovic, the world number one looking for his third title in Belgrade playing fellow Serbian Misha Ketsmanovic. This was a master class from Joker. It sure was. This is one of Jimmy's IMG Academy guys, I think, going up against Novak Djokovic. And Novak uh, was just surgical, played some great tennis. The typical Novak Djokovic from the back of the court, controlling the tempo of the rallies, changes direction off the backhand wing, probably better than anyone in the history of the men's game. But he was really composed, played a lot of different variety shots, used... Subtle things came in when he needed to. Big forehand here. The thing that's amazing about Novak is when he wins second serve points like he did today, he won 60% of the second serve return points. Just to put that in perspective, Rafa's first in the history of the men's game, and that's 55%. So when Novak's winning 60% of the second serve return points, he feels no pressure on his serve, and he just can do whatever he wants. And when he can do whatever he wants, put your running shoes on and get used to points like this because it's going to be a long day at the office. 
game over. Said he's feeling well, moving well, and hitting well. Got all three of those areas pretty locked up. 12-1 on the season for Novak Djokovic. The two-seed, Matteo Berrettini, looking to make his first semifinal of the year, playing Filip Krajinovic, Jimmy. Hasn't been a lot of tennis for Berrettini this year after Australia didn't play again until Monte Carlo lost early there, but he got an early break. Krajinovic played a bad first game, and Berrettini is very difficult to break. He's got a huge serve and a huge forehand, so that one break held up in the first set. Second set, it's real. Again, no breaks to this point, and here is... Berrettini with an opportunity to break. His forehand is running rough. He's got a, he's got a oh. big serve, big forehand. Sort of that's a tried and true method of playing good tennis these days. And he does it pretty much as well as anybody. He's rounding back into form with a pretty comfortable straight set win against the serve. Yeah, first semifinal since Vienna 2019. Said he played well in those important moments. So we've got Berrettini against Taro Daniel there at the bottom half. And then Novak Djokovic. Aslan Karatsev, the superstar of 2021, Paul. This is a rematch from the semifinals in Australia. Djokovic, obviously, on his way to his record ninth title at the Australian Open, beat Aslan Karatsev. Straight sets. How can the Russian turn the tables here? Look, I think it's going to be really challenging. But what we've seen with Karatsev is he has huge power. So I'll be curious to see what he learned from his match in Australia. And against Novak, if you have huge power and you can't use variety to make him uncomfortable, you've got to use that power down the line very early. Otherwise, he's on the baseline and you lose. So it's pretty much that simple. Yeah, I haven't seen power bother uh, Djokovic very much. A, a center match, I was expecting, hey, this could be tough. He's playing a young guy who's hitting the ball huge, and it was no problem for Novak. It'll be a good one. Karatsev, just his second clay court event at this level already in a semifinal. Incredible stuff. Let's go to the ladies in Stuttgart. Ash Barty trying to become the first world number one to take the trophy here since Justine Ennin back in 2007 would have to battle back against Karolina Pliskova, Paul. Yeah, this was an interesting match. Barty loses the first set 6-2 and thought she was a little bit out of sorts. Wins that second 6-1. Interestingly, Barty was the one that was putting more pressure on the return games. Barty lost serve three times, 0 for 3 on break points, but had 19 break chances. So she did a great job, and Pliskova served for the match. And this is where she got broken, five all, little bit of nerves, a lot of Aussie grit, and that's what Ash Barty has. Love the variety and the length of this point. Ash shows you what she's got, which is lots of options, and finally gets an error and a really good win. Two points from defeat five times, but it was Ash Barty to cross the finish line. Let's hear from um, Two very different sets, the first and second set. It was a little bit of runs of momentum, but that third set was... um, yeah, it was extraordinary. I, f- I felt like I, I created a lot of opportunities for myself, and, and Carolina was able to come up with some quality stuff on massive points. So uh, just a, a really, really good battle. Love hearing from Ash. So who would she meet in the semifinals? Defending champ Patrick Kvitova taking on Alina Svitolina for the 12th time. Jimmy Kvitova leads the head-to-head, but Svitolina has won the last three. Yeah, there were seven in a row at one stage for Kvitova. Now it's all of a sudden going Svitolina's way, although this match didn't seem to be going Svitolina's way. Set, 5-2, match point. 5-4, match point. I, I was waiting and, all day to hear you explain this match because I watched the whole thing. Yeah, and that's why I've sort of hemmed and hawed and said nothing <laughs> to this point. Because <laughs> what happened was Kvitova was in complete control Amazing, of this match. Right? 
had everything going her way, had total pressure. You can see the look of dismay on her face as it all slipped away. And by the end of the match, she looked exhausted emotionally, physically. Spitalina is someone that looks like she can play and compete all day. That's, that, that's just incredible effort there from Alina Spitalina to come back and take that victory. Won 11 of the last 13 games. So here's your final four. You've got four of the top seven players in the world. Primetime matchups with prime numbers. One, three, five, and seven in the rankings. Barty Svitolina, 4-2 Svitolina, Jimmy. But Ash Barty's won the last two. In fact, it's a rematch from Miami that Ash Barty won on her way to the title there. Who do you think takes it here? That's hard for me to answer because I feel as though Barty didn't play that well today. So mm. if she's not playing her best, obviously is going to compete and make you play. If Barty is playing her best, I think she has more weapons. She, she will win. So it's up to Barty. Kind of like it, it was up to um, Kvitova yeah. today. Yeah. Of the remaining four, who do you think has the best chance to come home with the title? I see a uh, Ash Barty-Simona Hallett mm. final. And whoever plays better on that day will win. See, I, see, I, I'm decisive. Jimmy's kind of looking around, wondering where the room <laughs> yeah, service no, no, is. No. I just give I'm, you an answer. I, I like sitting right on that fence, and then I can say <laughs> I didn't get it wrong. It hurts you if, you if you fall on that fence. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right, much more still to come, including tennis trivia with Jimmy and Paul. All knotted at two right now in this week. Plus, Serena Williams has the schedule laid out for the clay. Will she shine bright in the city of lights? How the pursuit of 24 continues in Paris. You're watching TC Live. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Steve, Paul, Jimmy back on TC Live. In 2015, Serena Williams won her 20th major title, defeating Lucy Safarova in three sets for her third trophy at Roland Garros. It was also the first time in 15 years a woman won the first two slams in the same season. Well, we just found out Serena will begin training at the Moradoglu Tennis Academy in Nice this week. Then she will play Rome before heading to Roland Garros, looking for her fourth title there. Last saw Serena at the Australian Open, made the semifinals there before losing to the eventual champion, Naomi Osaka. What do you make of this schedule? I think it's fine. I mean, the biggest thing for Serena is she just has to be healthy. I mean, if Serena Williams is healthy, she's the favorite or the top three or four favorites in anything she plays. She's been there so many times, has the power to hit through any surface. She's got three titles with Roland Garros. So, Stay healthy, get a couple matches in Rome, and she'll be just fine. I sort of have a similar feeling, although I feel a little bit like Jim Courier as well when he was talking about Roger, that she's going to use the clay, and she still thinks she has a chance to win Roland Garros, no question about it. But really, Wimbledon is the one where I feel as though she thinks that's where she can definitely get the record, where she'll almost be favored to get the record. She'd struggled the last couple of years at Roland Garros, so that slow court makes it that much more difficult for her to finish. But she needs matches. She needs to stay healthy, as Paul said. And, and I think Wimbledon's the place where she gets it done. It'll be interesting. Let's take a look at what Serena has done on clay because she is dominant on every single surface. We mentioned the three titles in Paris, 13 clay court titles total, three in doubles as well. And then that record, 
83% of the time, she wins all the time and has won on all three colors, Paul. But it's interesting that she's only played 110 clay court matches in her whole career. That, that's, I mean, how many matches have Rafa played on clay? I mean, it's... it's well, he just got, got 450 wins, got 450 wins today. Wins, but he's only yeah. three losses. Yeah, yeah. and so it's interesting. So it shows you that, number one, there's probably not as many clay court women's events for her to play. But number two, when you look at that top one, she can play on anything doesn't really matter, especially when she was in her prime. And when you look at how dominant she was in her prime and the fact that she's got those three titles, that's why I think I, I, I understand what Jimmy's saying, but I'm going dis, to disrespectfully disagree with him. <laughs> disrespectfully? <laughs> yeah, I like it that, that way. <laughs> Mary Carrillo taught me that, to disrespectfully exactly. disagree. <laughs> okay. That's because I actually think you're right. She th- thinks she can win Wimbledon. But there's no way Serena doesn't think she can go to Roland Garros and win. I, I just don't buy that at all. And I don't even think she thinks she's not one of the top few favorites. Why, why wouldn't she? Listen, Patrick Moradoglu said Australia was the best Serena he has seen her play since having her daughter. What do you think? That's hard. For, I mean, I think she's played well a number of times and gotten to finals of majors mm. and then actually played very tight mm. in those major finals at that. So the, the record is obviously very much on her mind, and it really seems to affect her when she gets to a final. She's been to four finals since then, two semifinals since then. Never passed the fourth round, though, at Roland Garros. Does she get 24, and where does she do it, Paul? I think she will get 24. I, I, I don't know if, but I think it's not a matter of if. It's just a matter of when. But she literally, to me, I think she's got a couple more years. And I, don't, I just don't see her not being a favorite at Wimbledon every year she plays and then maybe 10 years after she stops playing. <laughs> because she's just so good on grass. The serve is ridiculous. The return of serve in the first strike tennis is so good. I mean, I'll be shocked if she doesn't get another match. Which is why I said Wimbledon, not the French. I agree. She has a yeah. better chance, yeah. but I just can't imagine she doesn't think I'm going to going to Roland Garros and I got a good shot. I mean, I can't. I, this year, Wimbledon. This year, Wimbledon. All right, there you go. You see, he got right I off got the off fence. Right? A little, a little, <laughs> yeah, right. Little yeah. Yeah. Up, he on the fence. He went right Nudge to him a little bit. All right. <laughs> or, or the U.S. Open. <laughs> That's where she's made the final. Yeah, you know, I the mean, four yeah, finals. I'm going to sit a little on the fence. <laughs> One of those two. <laughs> Like hearing that she's going to Nice, though, to that's practice great. this week. No, that's great. She's getting prepared. Good for us, good for tennis fans. It's awesome. All right, can't wait to see Serena in Rome and then, of course, at Roland Garros. Much more still to get to here on TC Live, including the tennis trivia and including Stefano Tsitsipas. Won Monte Carlo last week. Hasn't lost a set since. This guy's on fire. Back on TC Live as we head to Stuttgart. Simona Halep spent less than an hour on court yesterday. Another quick effort today, Paul, against Ekaterina Alexandrova. Yeah, the first set was all Simona Halep. A lot of unforced errors from Alexandrova, and a lot of that was because of Halep's ability to move so well on play. She shrinks targets a lot like Djokovic, so you think you have a good spot to hit to, but you don't, and then you overplay. But Alexandrova did a better job in the second set, got a little bit more comfortable. And uh, strangely, Halep got a little bit annoyed kind of in the middle of the second set, a bunch of shaking her head and and a few fist things where she looked frustrated. But 
in the end, did a really solid job, and that pistol arm tells you she did a nice effort. Uh, and it's a dangerous player. Alexandra Dribble was big-time tennis yesterday. First semifinal for Simona since winning Rome last year, so that's good for Halep. Not only that, Jimmy, her last two wins have come against players she had losing records against coming into the matchups. Yes, she's often had trouble with players that can overpower, can be, get hot and overpower. And these last couple of matches, and, Paul, you can talk about it because you called that match, she seems to be in control of the points a little bit more often. I don't know if she's serving bigger, if she's hitting her forehand bigger, but it seems to me that she's not being pushed around quite as much. Yeah, I think Darren Cahill's with her there, and I'm pretty confident it'll be first serve, first strike mentality. Not aces, hit your target, then first hit. Every second serve you get, big return, points in your control. It's not going to get any easier against her next opponent. Nope. Arena Sabalenka nope. may hit it harder than <laughs> anyone she's ever faced, other than probably Serena Williams. Back to Barcelona we go. Stefano Tsitsipas. Uh, he has never beaten Felix Auger-Aliassime in the juniors, but the Greek has won their last three pro matchups, Paul. Yeah, this was an interesting match. Very curious to see how the guys would line up. And obviously Tsitsipas with so much confidence coming off the Masters 1000 win. Just a dynamic athlete. Can play lateral tennis, can come forward on the clay. And uh, he did a nice job, did Tsitsipas. Uh, faced three break points and saved all of them. And Ojeali seemed played fine, but then there was a little bit of what Jimmy and I have talked about a couple times, where all of a sudden, out of the blue, he would hit a serve, and then he'd hit a forehand long. You know, just for no reason, a couple unforced errors on that forehand wing. But other than that, Ojeali seemed played solid, but this man is riding high on confidence. A great athlete and very dynamic. Eight straight wins, 15 straight sets for Sitsipas. Meantime, Yannick Center, youngest Barcelona quarterfinalist since 2005. That's when a guy named Rafa won the first of his 11 titles here. But Andre Rublev, Jimmy, has more wins than anyone on tour this year. I think this was an interesting match for me to see because I wanted to see who would overpower who. And both of these guys try to just reach back and hit every ball as big as they can, and we got the answer. The younger guy, Yannick Sinner, was the more powerful. It was a more passive Rublev. I didn't see him get as angry as he often does. Second set got to a tie break, and Rublev did have a set point. But this is when it's almost as if Sinner doesn't have a pulse in these <laughs> big moments. He's completely calm, just takes big strikes at the ball, and, okay, I'm going to walk slowly over. <laughs> then he wins a match with a good serve, and this, uh, oh, well, I'm going to walk up and shake hands. <laughs> Somehow I felt like Rublev acted a little like Sinner today, and I, I think part of that could be because you know, you, normally Rublev's getting angry, but he must have looked at their head-to-head -head matchup in the ATP Tour website yeah. because you see the picture, and he looked across the net, and he said, I'm playing myself. <laughs> Take a look at that. He said, how am I going to get mad? I'm, I'm playing myself. <laughs> They're the exact same guy, those two guys. It's so, funny because Daniil Medvedev actually says Andre Rublev gets mad if you call him Yannick because he looks a little bit like Sinner. That's fantastic. I, gotta, <laughs> I, have to call, I have to call him Yannick. Look, there you go. There, look, yeah. there you go. I mean, he looked across it and he goes, how can I get mad at myself? Myself, yeah. It's yeah. hard to do that. It's, it's, it's a win either way. Exactly. You have to accept yourself. <laughs> just accept yourself. It's quite the doppelganger. Yeah, it is, actually. I mean, that's amazing. All right. Time to enter the social net here on TC Live. And uh, Benoit Paire will not be going to the Olympics. The FFT has said because of his repeatedly, deeply inappropriate behavior... There's no Olympics for Benoit Paire, Paul. Yeah, you know, look, Benoit Paire, we all know he's flamboyant and volatile. I, I've always enjoyed my conversations with him. Great guy, but he does some crazy stuff on the court. And look, 
In all seriousness, he's also talked about the struggle with the COVID stuff throughout this last kind of 14 months. All the players, yeah, they're playing, but it is a bizarre environment. And he's struggling with that, but uh, it's a shame he's uh, a little bit not more flatlined. If he's playing for his country, does he still have the sort of ups and downs that he that he has for himself? Do not know. But they don't want to risk it. No, they don't. <laughs> not going to give him that opportunity. And they cited multiple instances this year where he just has uh, yeah, he's he's struggled. lost it. No, he's struggled. He's sort of admittedly set up. Yeah. yeah. Not trying that hard. All right, Jamie, time to look at your uh, workout of the day. This courtesy of Garbina Muguruza. I-, I like this, using the resistance band and then, uh, you know, throwing the, the medicine ball. Band, medicine ball. I'm not sure what that other the stick thing is. Is that just, why not go ahead? Cricket? And, that yeah, go ahead and have a tennis right. You're too close to the ball if you're hitting it right there. <laughs> That's a pie roller. That's good work, though. I've used the resistance That's band awesome. and then hit forehands and backhands. With That's it. awesome. That was a lot. Yeah, she's been, I'll tell you what, she's been amazing this year, too. Let's not go to sleep on Garbina during the rest of the Claypool season and Wimbledon. She's, she's won Roland Garros yep. and Wimbledon, so, so why not? She's All pretty right. good. Semi-final Saturday here on Center Court. Action kicks off 7.30 a.m. Eastern from Barcelona. We'll take you through Belgrade, followed, of course, by TC Live. Back after this. Area Santacon Weissman back with Tennis Channel Trivia. How many mothers are ranked in the WTA's top 100 this week? Who wants to take it first? Jeez. Jimmy? How many mothers? How many moms? Top 100. Um, three. Okay. Jimmy, that final answer, three. Paul, what do you say? Five. You're going five. Let's reveal it. Jimmy's going to be happy. Did I Jimmy, get it? it's three. That was unbelievably lucky because I could. I knew Serena and Azarenka, yeah. and I just I didn't know there was another, but I threw out a three. Patricia Maria Teague. Uh, we have some bonus moms as well because there's actually six moms in the top 120. Okay, that's right oh my now. goodness. He knew that. That's what I was thinking. Well, not five, but six. So we got Vera Zvonareva, Svetlana Parankova, and Taylor Townsend, new mother. Oh, there you go. Wow. She's at 118. Wow. There you go. Okay. And then, of course, you got Kim Kleister, Tatiana Jimmy, Maria. The good news is you're up three two, and I'm I'm you not showing are... up the next two days so that I can so claim win. the win. Do you win? No, I am going to be. Okay, good. We got to make sure. I was just hoping to leave so I can leave with a win. So he's falling in sick tomorrow. Exactly. He's going to leave on top. That's, <laughs> exactly. that's the airiest move. Yeah. Uh, here's our featured matches coming up on semifinal Saturday. Paul, who's going to win Sinner Sitsipas? I'm going with the upset. I'm going with Sinner. Sinner, yep. I don't think it's a shocking upset because he's he looks amazing and Sitsipas has been on such a roll. Having said that, I, I keep saying I think Sitsipas is one of three guys that is going to win the French this year. One and one head-to-head. They, they played in Rome the last two years. Actually, Sinner beat him in Rome last year. What other matchup, Jimmy, looking at? Well, Djokovic, I want to mention Djokovic since we never Every mentioned day. him. So yeah. today we'll mention Djokovic against Karatsev. That's going to be somewhat interesting. Obviously, Karenia Busta playing his countryman, Nadal. He's unsure. That's been interesting this whole week, watching Nadal not be sure of himself. Paul, you said that one's done and dusted, though. Yeah, it is. It, 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 <laughs> it is. Okay. Okay. Halep Sabalenka, 3-1 Halep head-to-head. Got to go with Simona. 
too solid after watching both of them play today. Sabalenka was a little up and down. Not going to work against Simona. And, and I agree. And how, and how about Barty? Is she getting the victory? Or That was where I was sitting you weren't strictly sure. on the fence. Yeah. But, I, I, again, Barty wins if Barty plays her game. Yeah, it's up to her more. So you got to go with the person who has the better chance. Jimmy's up 3-2. Tell America. Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> like sure everyone knows. Uh, well, <laughs> I'll Paul's, let you know. on service. You're serving at 2-3. Oh, there That's we true. go. That's yeah, true. you're not down a break okay. or anything like that. Okay. It's going to be Noah Eagle that does the rest of the, the tennis trivia Saturday and Sunday. So. Oh, man. Okay. That's, Birds that's in the nice. house. So we're going to miss you. Yeah. Miss you as well. Right. Have, have a wonderful weekend. We'll Thanks, get you man. that belated cake later. Yeah, yeah. right. I'm still waiting on I my donuts. The donuts are here today. Where are the donuts? Thanks for watching the show.